What's up, everyone? This is the We Are Ending Nation podcast. I am Evan J. Thomas. With me always is my trusty co-host, Dennis Stover. And on today's show, we will be recapping Notre Dame's crap-ass 31-23 loss at Clemson. My experience this past weekend at Clemson. And this will be a truncated episode. So we won't have our name that former ND player. We're just going to get fucking at it. And do this. So, Dennis, yeah. 31-23, Notre Dame loses 31-23. at Clemson. Horrible offensive game. What did you take out of this? I took um, I took exactly uh, so far. If, if, we, if we went out uh, the next two games, I will have been correct in my prediction of the year yep. episode. I think that was with Alan Rossum. Yep. Um, where I predicted them to go to nine to three, and each law, each game that I predicted they lose, they've lost. So uh, yeah, that was neat. Why did you have to do that, man? Don't because I saw it and I was right. <laughs> and Parker needs to go. And if that was just reinforced any at all, it would have been this weekend. He's wasted Hartman's talent. Although maybe Hartman was, I don't want to say smoke and mirrors, but um, definitely left uh, some disappointment. Um, because I mean, he's got 18 touchdowns, seven interceptions right now into the season, only like 2,200 yards when he started out on fire. So I don't know if we'd lost him or if it's just because they can't, they can't convert on third down. I mean, we, we know that the, the Parker's, he, he, he doesn't know how to call any kind of plays to, to move the ball. I, I, they were pinned down in, in, in. Clemson, hell, they didn't have to do anything. That I think it was five or six times in the second half they were within their twenty yard line trying to drive. I mean, that's that's field position. That's football one on one, isn't it? Oh, Defense oh and you play the field the the the, the field game. Yeah, um, I, I just the guy cannot call a play to save his life. Uh, we again, we had it easy in that early in the season with the schedule. Uh, you would figure you'd get better as the season goes on, but just take a step back. It doesn't it doesn't give me any confidence. It, I mean, the only hope there is to, I mean, I would still say with what we had going into this season and everybody started taking the bait, I guess I even started to, as the season went on. Um, I wish I would have stuck with the preseason. Anyway. Um, it, it was, this is a, this is a failure of a season, I think, because even if at, at people saying at 11 and one, depending on which game we lost, Notre Dame could still had a realistic shot of making the playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just blown out the window now. And, and, you know, so, so I'm not pounding sand or being mad. Cause it's just, it is what it is. Why, why give them any more of my energy than I already have for the season, but it's just sad that they've gone backwards. The defense, however, has gotten better. So that that's nice. That is real nice. Keep golden. Parker's got to go. I don't care how, if they score 300 points in these next two games, I don't care. He's got to go. The guy, I mean, we should score 300 Stanford and wake Forest. They're the, where I think we're favored by two to three touchdowns each game, give or take. It's so, just, it's just sucks. That's all. And even the old line, uh, boy, did I, I really uh, ate, ate or drank the Kool-Aid on that one too, because I was thinking it was a great offensive line, but maybe Joe, was it Joe Moorhead or something? He's uh, maybe he's not as good as advertised either, I, but definitely Parker has got to either just go back to coaching to the tight ends and keep him on staff. Cause I'd hate for anybody to lose their job. Uh, but we got to get a better play caller. 
Uh, I will say Jeremiah, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. for Clemson was a fucking beast. And he was yeah, uh, that guy's awesome. I think he well, was Clemson like defense defensive, is good. He was like defensive player of the week. He had 11 tackles, two sacks, a pick six TD. Obviously, he's the son of one of my favorite Eagles of all time, Jeremiah Triers. Jeremiah Trotter Sr. So that kind yeah. of um what you said earlier is how Notre Dame regressed. What I've seen on the regression, besides Hartman, I was I was at that game. We'll get into that in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, tell us about your weekend. I'm watching this game from the 500 level. I'm looking right down. I'm at the 25-yard line looking down. Hartman's arm looked very puss-armed. Yeah. I don't know on. what that deal was, but on his tosses, he didn't look like he had any fucking zip. It's on- like uh, Tommy Reese arm or something, man. Like he can barely get, get it 45 it. yards downfield. You know what I – what they had mentioned – and I think I glanced over something in an article this week, or um, I think it was Central Michigan or something. That one play where they hobbled his leg a little bit, yep. he kind of came. I wonder if that's been plaguing him a little bit all year, and he's having a hard time of really driving the football and stuff. Maybe because he still has been throwing some deep shots, but not like he was early in the season. Obviously, the teams that he's playing now are a lot better than they were the yep. first weeks. The other thing that I've seen a regression is is the wide receivers. I don't know if it's just a separation. I, yeah, I mean, I don't it's a separation. Where the fuck is Merriweather? I mean, that guy's probably going to end up transferring if he doesn't start getting the fucking ball the next two weeks. I don't. I mean, he's probably gone. I mean, you got. Some- I, I don't understand either. That was. Uh... Yeah, it's just those games. We. I mean, Rico Flores one catch, thirty-five yards, one fucking catch. Estime had four catches. He was the leading receiver. That was our leading receiver. Or it makes no sense. I mean, yeah, I don't. You mentioned this earlier to me before we, the show. 13 of 30, 146 yards for Hartman, zero TDs, two interceptions, but he did have seven runs for 68 yards. He did use his legs pretty well, and he got the one TD on that. Yeah, yeah. great. I mean, yeah, it's it's just – it was disappointing. You know, it's um, – and I didn't listen or read any of uh, Freeman's presser or anything like that, but um, yeah. I'm sure they – you know, it could have been – well, that pick six, that that hurt. That was absurd. No. I mean, he wasn't making good reads or anything. It just – it sucks. And I, I – you know, I don't know how well this – this whole tra- – the idea of going to the transfer portal every year for a quarterback and stuff, it's like – I don't know how I feel about it. Unless you're getting a surefire hit. I mean, he, we thought he was. Thought you know, um, and I don't, I don't think we did him any justice either by not coaching him up. He didn't come – I mean, let's face it. He came to a first-year offensive coordinator. The guy's been – he's probably got as much knowledge as Gerard Parker has. He's been playing college football for six fucking years. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, why you know, he, he could do? probably call his own plays, like fucking uh, Monta- whoever did back in the day. So, fucking, what uh, does – Fran Tarkenton. We, we both say let go of Parker at the end of the year or move him to the tight ends coach or whatever. What should they do for the last two games of the season with Parker? Should I keep hearing that they're going to have a new play caller for the last two games? Is that who? I don't know. I thought. I oh, should... really? Oh, that'd be amazing. I don't know who would call the plays. It'd probably be Pep, the the um, the uh, uh, quarterback coach. Okay. Uh, so he would be, he would be a nice choice, I guess. Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know who's out there. I mean, go go for another offensive coordinator again. You pull, you sit Parker aside, and you say, "This is just like any year-end review at any company in fucking America. How jobs work. You sit him down, you have a review. Say this is our yearly review. You didn't hit our marks. 
you actually performed under. We want to keep you on staff because you do such a great job with the tight ends. But unfortunately, we're going to bring somebody else in to call plays if you don't. So here's a movie reference for you. So Gerard Parker, what do you do here? <laughs> it's that um, office space. There you go. <laughs> what do you right. do? Right. What here? do you do here? Yeah, but then he comes in and he he hustles them and he ends up like getting them on their side. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's going to be OCs available early or after the season. Yeah, and, and let and keep your hands out of it, fucking Swar Swarbrick and well, whoever hopefully else. Hopefully, he has no say anymore. Once and uh, right, right. Um, so give give Freeman his wish to be able to pick his own staff, be able to fucking pay these guys a few bucks more than you know, what they want. Yeah, because Notre Dame has to play an absolute perfect game to, I mean, we saw they competed against Ohio State and they're the number one. I don't I don't think Ohio State's worthy of the number one ranking in the college football. I actually had them number one. I did my pick. You do? For especially the win. They're like, the biggest win is Notre Dame. That, that's not a big win anymore at all. No, well, no, not anymore looking at it. But then again, oh. you look at the other uh, two teams right behind them, Georgia and Michigan. Like, to me. Again, I am not. I understand. Uh, I think Georgia is far and away. And then I have Ohio State. And then I probably put Florida State. I put Washington, man. But they, I mean, look at, they beat Oregon. Oregon's supposed to be the best one loss team in the country. And by people, I actually have them better than Washington, even though Washington beat them head to head. I, I don't understand this. Because my, my top eight, I think I had OSU, uh, Michigan, Georgia, Florida State, Washington, Oregon, Texas, Alabama. Mm-hmm. That was my top eight. So that's what that's what I had there. I'm going to go into, I mean, we talked about how the defense is doing better for Notre Dame, but they let Phil Maffa yeah. 36 times for 186 fucking yards. They didn't adjust. Well, they definitely didn't adjust in the box, and that probably could have helped if they weren't, you know, golden lights. He, he definitely is a NFL type of defense where he'll blitz and – put his DBs and man to man and be like, mm-hmm. you can, you're that good, which is great, but man, you got to get the right hole because yeah, that guy 36, I mean, 36 touches, a lot of touches what was his average. Um, I didn't pull that one up. Yeah, whatever. Um, Does it fucking matter? I mean, he had the average a lot. Touchdown. That was a <laughs> 5.2. So 36 5.2. touches. I mean, Still, that's ha- that's that's two touches and it's a first down. So five point two yards. Yeah, and estimate and they, and why they went away from from the running game again. It goes back to to Parker. I I don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, and so I know it, obviously at the end of the game they were coming back, and a lot of the throws, like I said, they were trying to do all these outs to the sideline, and that's where I noticed Hartman Hartman's uh, lack of arm strength. Well, again, I this is you during the game. I was like. Dude, what's up with his puss arm, man? He's like, he can't yeah. put it out there. And these dudes are sitting on it knowing he's going to throw. It's like, what else Little. do they have to do with it? So um, I would uh, also, too, Clemson's uh, secondary was decimated with injury. How do you <laughs> – I don't – am so I what, not getting the same game Andrew plan and play? stuff that the announcers and everyone else knows? And they're talking about it on, on Big Noon Saturday and ESPN game day and – talking about the secondary of Clemson everyone else knows it except for fucking Parker and Freeman I don't they don't scout are they worried about the the you know Connor Stallions so now I've I've heard on different uh check groups in the different Notre Dame groups should uh Angeli start 
and Jelly. Fuck yeah. Let him start. He starts on senior Why day not? you give mm-hmm. Sam the senior no, day. No, Hard Sam's gonna start because it's his former team and senior oh, yeah. day. Blah blah blah. But you know what? It's like thanks, Sam, but you didn't, you know, you weren't recruited. You did come here. It was great. Maybe we let you down a little bit. You definitely let us down a little bit. Um so yeah. Sit the next two games out and brush your hair and look good and fucking Throw put Angeli in. Yeah, put Angeli in and let's go. Um, so it's funny how everyone's fawning over Hartman though. Like my mom was texting me and number who's number ten? He's like he's a dreamy guy, but it's like when you fucking is. football game. Good looking dude, I think. Stop I throwing picks. Earlier in the season, I was calling <clears throat> sexy Sam. Now he's just Sam. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> took away that. Uh, one one thing I also saw that people were mentioning too, after ten games last year, Notre Dame was seven and three under Marcus Freeman. This year, same exact record. Now we both said the last year was a failure. So far, you're saying it's a failure too. There oh, did I say last year was a failure? I don't uh, know. Maybe it's the first year. Yeah, I, I guess know. I wouldn't really call it that because the fact this that- year I would because again. It was there. We had the talent in the team to do it. Um, because we're gonna lose some all we're gonna lose some linemen. Uh we're gonna lose a secondary will be strong and hopefully we'll get stronger. You know, we'll lose some linebackers, but I think we have some we good got linebackers. Some studs of linebackers. Yeah, I so I'm not worried about that. Offense is gonna struggle a little bit next year. This would have definitely been the year. Uh estimate's probably gone, but we still have a stable running back, so that's a good that's 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 a good thing. Um Receivers were still there. It's the the line will be a little worrisome. Um, I, I just, you know, we're just a play caller away from from being eleven and one, possibly undefeated. I I would I would agree. I, I mean, agree honestly, totally. Um, yeah. So since this is a short show, we're let me just get into a little bit about. Yeah, it. tell us about your weekend down so, in, in Clemson. It was a fucking blast. Off Kakalaki, I'm sure it was. To, I got to bring my sister, who has never been to a awesome. football game. At all. Up, Lindsay? Yeah. She she had an amazing time. So we got there. It was about 70 degrees, 73. That was about the high. Uh everybody there, all the fans there were cool as hell with us. I was wearing all green top to bottom. Everybody was making comments about my shoes and my hoodie and this and that. Of course and they were having a blast. So we get in there, we kind of find our seats in the 500 level. And these 500 you were seats, up, dude. You talk about steep. These were straight up and down stairs. So get up there. I don't think either of us moved from our seat the entire time. Because you were so worried about it. No, it wasn't that. It's like, well, we weren't going to buy any food there because it was pretty pricey. We already went to the bathroom. We were all good. Uh, So we sit there, and the place wasn't that full where we were sitting. So there was actually space around us. Oh, yeah. There was a couple Notre Dame fans behind me, a couple in front. And then you had all Clemson fans. There was this one dude off to our right, and we were laughing at him. Apparently, he's there every week. And this dude was calling, trying to call plays in the middle of every play. Every play he would call was in, was completely wrong for what they Clemson did. So he would be like, he'd be like, A-hole, go through the A-hole or the A-gap or the A-gap or the B-gap. And they would do the opposite every single time. So it was funny because, like, the people around us were cracking up laughing. And we're like, he must be, like, a peewee coach or something. Oh, so, like, sure. This guy just – it was just hilarious. The way he's he, Uncle Rico. He was exact – from the 500 level, he's yelling plays. 
And like the dudes behind me, like he's like this every fucking week. We wow, just he knows him. We laugh at him, and I'm like, that's hilarious. So obviously, with the pageantry of college football, so much better than the NFL because the NFL the game Sunday, the Panthers and the Colts, so much different, more of a dead crowd than Clemson. Yes, obviously, winning helps Clemson. And obviously, that's probably why the Clemson fans were much nicer to me because they did win and they were winning basically the whole game. So it wasn't like I could talk too much shit, but I had a fucking amazing time and I would go back again if I had the chance. So, yeah, it was good. Nice, man. That's cool. Also, you've been on the road now to see Notre Dame a couple times. What's your I've best seen, road experience? Right, here we go. Four times. I've What's your best road experience? Three times. So I saw him at the playoff in 2018. Right. That's in Dallas. In Dallas. I saw him in New York at the Shamrock. Oh, Shamrock. right. Yep. Yankee Stadium. That was the only win that I saw. And then uh-huh. I saw him at Michigan in 2019 where they lost and got waxed. That's right. That was that rain game. Wasn't that was it? the rain game where my camera broke. I yeah. lost my ass. Um, I was, shit was thrown at me by people. And now looking at that game, that's where that dude who was stealing signs had some info on that game. Uh-huh. So that might actually be a vacated win at some point for Notre Dame. Not, wow. not that it fucking matters because it was brutal anyway. But yeah, it was a lot of fun being at the game Saturday, despite That's cool. the score. Um, if there's any chance I can get out to any more games in the next couple of years, I will definitely do it. Uh, do yeah, have I got to look bucket, at the schedule. I do have some bucket list games, even if it's not Notre Dame. I want to go to Penn State. I want to go to Wisconsin. Mm. I want to do Tennessee. Camp Randall. Yeah, Camp Randall, Tennessee. Uh, Georgia would be a cool one. And then if I ever get down to like Texas, that would be cool too. So Right on. But that's cool. Yeah, and you've been to the big house, so that, that uh-huh. takes care of that. You don't want to go to the horseshoe, Columbus? Not eh. the same to me. I don't really care. But Wisconsin, yeah. like, apparently that place is just a blast. Camp Randall. I've been by there. I mean, Madison's a beautiful town. Yeah, I've, dri- I've driven by it a few times. Yeah, I've been, never uh, been. hung out in I've Madison. driven by Tennessee. I've actually been right there and never went to Neyland Stadium. Nice. So it's a, it's a really cool place. Clemson, the stadium, man, it is – when they say it's Death Valley, so the name kind of doesn't really make sense for where it's located, but mm-hmm. because it's in the valley, I mean, there are hills upon hills around this place. Oh, yeah? Like, tough to well, walk. Well, the river's right through there, too. Yeah, there's yeah, a river right, right next there. to it, which... It looks we like it's a pretty, pretty campus. Beautiful campus, and it was yeah. awesome walking around. It just sucked that the game was at noon because we literally had an right. hour... Once we parked to get into the stadium, and I had to do my spot for the college football dog. So, you know, at that oh, point, right, right. I was hanging outside and uh, getting that done before we went in. But yeah, a lot of fun all the way around. Nice, man. So well, that's cool. I'm can't, glad. Can't complain about that. Yeah, I know we were texting during the game. It was a bummer. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was rough to be there. I mean, I'm used to getting razzed and whatever. I mean, I go to school every, every day, a couple days a week, and, the Michigan fan that's always there, always is saying shit. And I'm like, Hey, at least you're lucky. You still have a coach right now. So, you know, yeah, well, that's going to all play itself out. I mean, it will. And that's what I keep saying too. So that, all right. Yeah, I was looking at the top 10. What, what yeah, were you going to say? Sorry. Just get to that too. So go ahead. I can't believe how strong it is. I mean, it's like there's five or six undefeated teams still. And then there's really good one loss teams. It's crazy. It's a there's still a strong year. Team. So you got OSU, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington top five right there. Yeah, and then 
Oregon, yeah. Bama, Oregon, Texas, Bama, Ole Miss, and Penn State, and then Louisville is number right. one. I and mean, eight and one. It's so, crazy. I mean, who's to say Louisville uh, upset could upset Florida State in the ooh, in the AC? I mean, it could get weird, man. That would that would really mess things. Shit could up, get weird. It? Florida State, I mean, no ACC team will get it, and then it depends on what happens with the. I mean, could, wouldn't that be something if you had two Big Ten teams and two SEC teams make that it would, in the college? That I mean, be... wait, isn't that what happened last year? No, TCU. TCU, that's right. Yeah. Who was left out? Um, Alabama, right? Bama. That's right. Yeah, because they were Which saying. As of know. now, they they are still out. Yeah, because they they have Texas as being uh, better than Bama, which they should. Texas only has the one loss to, to Oklahoma. And Texas, and Texas beat Bama, so there you go. Right. I mean, that's, that's um, the way it goes. Looking at some of the games for this week, you and I kind of went through oh, yeah. before. So we have Michigan, number three Michigan, at Penn State. And you said that was a Ooh, big noon game. That's a big noon game. That's going to be good. Gus Johnson will be hyped for that one. That's pretty fucking sweet. You got Utah at Washington. That's a 2-30 Fox game. Tennessee at Missouri. So 13 and that's, that's a fun game. Uh, Ole Miss at Georgia. That's really fun. That's going to be the night game. <clears throat> I'll probably tune into that. Excuse me. And then uh, another one that you and I were kind of talking about earlier. USC is at Oregon. It's a 9-30 Chicago kickoff. They did fire uh, the Grinch because he was stealing too many toys from kids. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> turnovers. <laughs> Sorry for the bad dad joke. But yeah. um, so I mean, because then Oregon doesn't know what kind of defense they're going to get. They could. I still think Oregon's going to throw. I don't see how. Really? I don't see how you can improve in a week. No, I know. I'm just I mean, things happen. Play- People play inspired. People get inspired. Kids get inspired when they replace. You know. We'll play some inspired football and look what happened with the Raiders in the NFL. They fire McDaniels and all of a sudden they wax the Giants or whoever they played with yeah. for Antonio Pierce. You know, it's it's motivation's a funny thing, man. Um, but still, Oregon's a pretty good team, and uh, I, I think and it's gonna, at Oregon. So it's at Oregon. I think they're gonna rock. Up. They're gonna rock the spoiled children. And people are going to give Caleb Williams a ton of shit because of his crying. I, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I like that he showed emotion and stuff. He, the kid has humbled a little bit, I think. Um, yeah, I think it was. I'm not mad because people were dogging him. It's because he jumped into the stands and were crying with his folks and stuff. I was like, I, I think that's. I'm crazy young. He's a kid, man. He's a young guy. He's feeling the emotion of the game and stuff. Um, you know what? If he did that in Chicago, he'd get eaten alive. What do you mean? By media, by the media and the fans. Well, like, I'm sure he's getting eaten alive in LA. I don't know. Fucking pussy. Well, that's stupid. They're college kids, man. I understand. That's that. what they got to remember. This. I'm gonna but, get mad at him too and stuff, but I rather I'll take it out on the coaches because they're at least like Mike Gundy says. I'm a man. I'm 40. Come at me. So yeah, I'm gonna come at the coaches. I mean, and even I've though Sam Hartman's like football years players. younger than I am. I've seen college football players crying on the field, right? In in the um, locker room, so it's not like it's yeah, it's man. Common. It's a big deal. It's just the camera was on him at the moment that happened. Well, it's gonna always follow him. He's kid, you know. He's he's Caleb Williams, exactly. generational talent. They're you know, he's he didn't help his, his father and him himself didn't help his cause by I'm gonna be the number one pick, and if I don't like the team where I'm going, I'm, I might stay in the college, and you know that that doesn't help out your 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 cause, but um, you know. He's he's human, you know, and he, he's humbled and 
So I'll give him that. But uh, and he, obviously the kid is still great. Still so we were just talking about how um, Oregon is going to be fucking rocking and loud. So yeah. Clemson. I've been no, there you go. How many times have I said this? So being at all these stadiums, <laughs> and you made a fucking great comment to it's me. pathetic. During the game. So Clemson is the loudest stadium I've ever been to for college football. So it loud. If I would if I would rank the places I've been to, I would say Clemson is number one. Michigan was easily number two. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame's not even. They're not even in the top twenty. Like I said, it's a senior citizen home at the time. It is. It's. it's I remember the last game we went to. You and I were at it was SC USC and the woman and I turned and I said I am you must be out of your mind if you think I'm going to sit down this is our biggest rival we're playing and you want me to sit down fuck out of here yep and actually what's funny you say that there was uh, somebody to the left of me a little bit down and there was a guy standing for most of the game and at one point that person said hey can you sit down I go. This they have the same right to stand up as you do to sit down. Yeah, you have no right to fucking yeah. tell them to sit. It's down. It's unbelievable, man. Move if you don't I, like I, it. Move. That was at ND. Yeah, I don't get those. No, fans that there. was at Clemson. Oh, at Clemson. At Clemson. So, so they even I do saw it at the guy. He kept standing every play. Every other play, he would stand up. Most of the time, we were standing up, but because of the way it was slanted so deep. It's like you really didn't even have to move too much, but this guy was pretty tall. So, yeah. And it was up there, and this lady was just, just one of those people that has to bitch, you know. Somebody, no, yeah. That's all. And yeah. it's like, ah, oh, just sit down. You're in the way. No, I paid for this fucking ticket. I could stand here if I want to. I could sit if I want to. I could cheer if I want to. I could, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't here. understand. Then I, I mean, you're at a football game, it's an event where it's a college environment against your biggest rival. And the fans, you shouldn't come to the game then if you can't exactly. support Stay it. Stay home just, and watch it on TV. Right. Uh, and that's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. madness. I'll never forget that. I, I looked at her and I was like, you, you you, can't, am I in bizarro world right now? Um, Yeah, because it's, there's, a lot of the fans are older and yeah, you can go to the game. You can support them until you're 152. But man, don't ruin my my time. Exactly. Have fun. Enjoy it. Do what you need to do. Obviously, just yeah. don't be an asshole. If you're an asshole, that's a different story. It's like that's why we should have uh, Senate limits and shit. Because half the those cats need to go. They need to go home and just chill, play parcheesy, and fucking relax, and let some young blood in there and get some of this. Because they're so out of touch with what's happening in the country. It's pathetic. That is an absolute fact. <laughs> so yeah, this is a football like, show, not a politics show. So political. Like show. Like they always say, let them live one day or not, uh, a month in our shoes with what we make and see how things change. Uh, it's it's fucking it's nuts. Like, anyway, so um, what else do we have going on this week? Is this it? We done? I guess so, man. Yeah, that was this quick little recap of I the told show. It was a nice little quick show. We had to kind of. No, nah, it was good. Um, I'm trying to reschedule the guests that we were going to have this week to next week. I won't name that person until they're on next week because you don't want to blow that. So we'll see what we can do. But, um, but Dennis, thank you, man. Yeah, good show. It's fun. And uh, I'm going to get some more rest because that 13-hour uh, drive yesterday really was. Oh, I bet. Oh, I wanted also, too, he's a big supporter of the show, and he's also the the uh, Dexter's brother, uh, Delvin. It's his birthday on Sunday. His day, day before Delvin. mine. So happy birthday, Delvin, because I know he watches. So my man, love you. Happy birthday. 
Um, yeah. That's... Enjoy the uh, bye week again. Bye week again. Two yeah. in a month. <laughs> that's another thing. They couldn't get up and beat would, Clemson before a bye week. I was like, how does the coaching too. staff let them down like that? Hey, guys. I just that they look so unprepared and so not there. I we didn't say that. I and bring that not up. only unprepared, but all facets of the game they basically blew it. Even the oh point. yeah, Tyree because Tyree on that defense, point. yeah, yeah. Actually, right. that was the game right there to me. That's a whole tie to the oh to the tide. Yeah, that was because it was three it was, nothing. Yeah, at the time. Oh, you're right, and we get the ball. We got the ball. We yeah, had got, it at the 25, just, fumbled it, and boom, it was all. It's like they can't – once there's any kind of adversity in the game – I mean, they make adjustments. I noticed they I, – I will say oh, the defense do. have made adjustments and stuff. Sometimes the offense makes a couple adjustments. But um, if there's any kind of – it's like they can't withstand it. And it oh, just – and like the coaches don't know – or because sometimes I see it in Freeman's actions and stuff too. It's like he's still – getting these young things out. He just needs to be a stone-cold fucking killer out there, man. Yeah. Yeah, and he needs well, to start by killing Parker. Take him back to the woodshed and chop him up into pieces. So there you Something go. Something like that. Yeah, bite kneecaps. Kneecaps, Dan Campbell. All right. Well, Dennis. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Got to thank, thank you, uh, college football dogs for having oh, us oh. on and having the show on their uh, station. You might be seeing a little bit more of me on the college. Oh, football. good. Evan. Right. I'm reaching out to them to be like, Hey, I could do a little bit more. So I'm going to, yeah. Try. Let uh, me you know if they want to do a cooking show. <laughs> you never know. They might want to do a college football dogs cooking. Hey, <laughs> a good segment. Do tailgate segment. There you go. Oh, there you go. That would be good. Better than half that junk they wheel out on game day. Some of that fucking shit they pull out there. I'm like, oh. Some of that stuff looks good as hell, though. I eat well. Okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever. But anyway, you can check us out on uh, YouTube and Spotify weekly. Uh, we do try to keep this uh, show going every week, which obviously we did today. And then yeah. obviously our website is wearendynation.com and the socials, wearendynation.com. And if you want to, too, you can check out the travels of Rudy the Golden Gnome. Oh, he's right. He's back. right back there. He's right over my shoulder. He was all over with me this yeah, past Yeah, he was. And, and uh, he, you can find him on Instagram and Facebook. A lot of pictures with him. He's been featured on ABC 57 in South Bend. Crazy. And, uh, there were people at the uh, Panthers game that know him. Mom, like, we got to follow him. So... That's amazing. That's new yeah, he's, he's more famous than, than some people on Instagram. It's well, great. it's funny because we've been work, playing with Rudy since 2009. You were at one of the first games. Yeah. That. I was like, what do you, I was crap clowning you. I was like, why did you bring this Boston fucking gnome game. with? So like, you're carrying this gnome around? 14 years we've been doing it. It's not the and same. And that's before Insta and all that stuff, right? It was be definitely before Instagram. But yeah, we Facebook put then. We had him on Facebook, so that's yeah. It. yeah check out Rudy the Golden Gnome on uh, Instagram. It's Rudy T G G for the Golden Gnome, so you can check clever, him out. There. Clever, and then until clever, next week, lad. Dennis. So you know. clever, yeah. So, Till next uh, week, go Irish, go Irish. Fuck the University of Spoiled Children. There you go.